Hi friends and new people, welcome to my podcast. My name is Filippa Levemark and in today's episode I'm going to share three personal stories involving mystical and magical synchronicities and experiences. Just because I believe that we are so many people having these kinds of experiences and we need to share them more and to add a little bit of magic before the holidays. Thank you so much for listening. I'm using this app to record called Anchor and I've just been checking out the statistics which you can do there and I see that more and more people are listening into this podcast which makes me really really excited. It means you're also sharing this with your friends and I just want to shout out to all of you listening and just say thank you so much. It means I'm not just sending this out into nothingness but actually people are listening and joining in on the conversation somehow. So thank you so much. Right now I'm sitting in Gothenburg in my friend's place. I came here a week ago and I've just been resting basically. It was quite intense uh, the last travel days. Just um, coming from Tenerife, going to Sevilla. We visited this um, eco village there for a couple of days, decided to not stay. Um, Coming back to Barcelona where I used to live before and I was there And it didn't really flow with housing and living situations. So um, (laughs) we stayed up in the mountains with a friend of mine and it was really, really cold. Uh, Spain doesn't really have heating inside. So even though it's quite warm outside, uh, it's the same temperature inside, which makes it quite cold compared to Sweden where everything is warm inside. And um, yeah, it was a couple of just like not really good nights of sleep. And then um, I had to organize my things. I left lots of things in my old house where I used to live in Barcelona. So since Corona hit uh, Spain, I didn't go back. And I've actually been away for a year. I was thinking I was going to go back to Spain in March. And then I kind of, uh, when my flights got canceled, I was going to go back in May. And then I decided to stay in Sweden over the summer because Spain gets really hot in the summer and I didn't want to go back and then I <laughs> decided to come back in the fall sometime and yeah it just took a little bit longer also Spain is not the best country to travel in right now as it's kind of in full lockdown um, so I, I decided since I was there I'll just head to Barcelona to organize my things pack everything back together and then for now come back to Sweden and I don't know how long I will stay here I will be here over the holidays. I'm going to go back to my parents' place tomorrow. And then I might stay longer. (laughs) I don't know. Right now, my schedule is completely blank in terms of where I'm going to live. So um, I'm quite excited about it, actually. But I have no idea what I'll do. Um, So whatever, yeah, whatever feels aligned, I'm going to go with that. Anyway, I wanted to dedicate this podcast to a couple of stories that I've been wanting to share. And I have been writing about some of them and I've definitely shared them with my friends, but I thought it could be quite interesting to share them in my podcast. And it's all about magic or things that happen outside of ordinary reality. These are things that I'm really, really excited about in my own life like when I say magic everything that just feels 
highly energetic and mystical. And I have a specific story in mind, and it was at the Joe Dispenza retreat that I attended 2019, I believe it was. So basically, when I was 20, I was traveling in New Zealand, and I was there for six months, I think. Partly because my aunt lived in New Zealand and she paid for half of my ticket to come over and visit her. And um, I did. And in fact, the whole trip to New Zealand was was also kind of in alignment in a flow because I remember I was um, applying to go to film school. I was really interested in film when I was 19. And if I didn't get in to film school, I decided I will go to New Zealand since she had made this offer for the winter the Swedish winter, which is conveniently the New Zealand summer. Anyway, um, she, I went to New Zealand then instead because I didn't get into the film school. And um, I had kind of my spiritual awakening, if you will, there. A lot of things happened. Actually, yeah, it's a longer story that starts when I watched The Secret when I was 19. But I'll take that another time. I want to come back to the specific memory. I was 20, I was uh, woofing, so I was working on this organic farm, which wasn't a farm, actually, it was just a garden. And it was this kind of sculpture, artistic garden in outside of um, Motueka in New Zealand, South Island. And I was there for maybe 10 days in this, living in this teepee and having a really beautiful time there. And suddenly one day I just had this really strong vision that I was supposed to be an artist, a painter specifically. And it was so profound. It felt very much like a calling, not like a just an idea, right? It was something that touched my soul deeply. And right at that moment, I didn't necessarily think about it too much. I was like, this is interesting. Like, thanks for this vision. Don't know where you came from. Uh, but actually, I want to go into film. When I do film. And a couple of months later, I came back to Sweden and I applied to film school again. And I didn't get in that year either. And come two weeks before the term started, Swedish summer, um, I thought about this vision that I had. And at this point, it was maybe six months earlier, right? And then I said, okay, well, I don't really know what to do anyway. Um, at this point, I was 21. And I wanted to study something, so I, I thought maybe maybe I'll just study art. In Sweden we have these folkhögskolor, it's like a one or two year programs where you can just explore topics that you're interested in, usually creative topics, and they're kind of like in preparation for university or just if you want to take a year off and just dedicate it to, you know, exploring different creative fields, you can do that and there's no grades or anything like that, you just get to experience um the field, the creative fields and learn things. And yeah, you basically just have to show up and be there. And then I thought, okay, maybe I'll give it a try. <laughs> maybe I should try art. And it was two weeks before the term started. So obviously most um, prestigious schools like this would have already had um, all their applications, you know, decided upon and people already being taken into the school. But actually, I think it was my mom who said, you know, some people have late, uh, some schools have late they take in um, late students, right? 
And she found this school in the middle of nowhere, I would say, in Småland, in Sweden, and um, in this little country, um, countryside school, uh, where basically you had to live on the school, right? And it was an art school that kind of had, it didn't only have painting, we had like lots of different fields of study. So anyway, I decided to apply to that school and see if I could get in, even though it was late, and they said, yes, you can come in. So that was what I decided to do. And as you guys who know me know that from that moment, I fell in love with painting completely. It became my biggest passion. And, you know, fast forward 10 years, this is what I dedicated my entire life to. Now, this vision that I had, for me at the moment, it felt super spiritual, right? It was like a calling. And come back to this uh, Joe Dispenza retreat in 2019. So if you're not familiar with Joe Dispenza, I could highly recommend checking out his work. He's written a couple of really good books, one of them called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. He also wrote um, Becoming Superhuman, I believe it's called. He has so many things. And uh, basically, he has these week-long advanced retreats, he calls them, where people meditate together. It's over a thousand people meditating for a week um, in his specific style. So he teaches, you know, you meditate and then maybe have a lecture um, and then you meditate again. And he's just kind of teaching how to come into um, alpha and um, theta brainwaves and uh, goes into mystical <laughs> meditations as well as uh, healing. So a lot of people that go to his events have different kinds of illnesses and get healed when they're there. Super, super interesting. It's all about the power over the, the mind, the power that the mind has over the body and how meditation and different brain waves and different states and coming into a heart coherency can actually influence your entire physical health and well-being. Anyway, I went to his event uh, out of curiosity and um, alignment. <laughs> Actually, that's the story I should tell as well, how I got to his event. Um, okay, I'll do that after. Anyway, I was at his event and um, I had so many interesting things happen to me. Um, but one of the most profound things was we did this meditation where I don't remember if he actually led the meditation to be about going back and forth in time, like traveling timelines. But in the meditation, I went back to my younger self. At this point, I was 31, I think. And I was just kind of time traveling in my meditation. And I remember this, um, I just thought, okay, I'm going to go back and visit myself when I was 20. And uh, I came back to the moment in New Zealand where I got the vision and I just went back there you know, in a med meditative state, just kind of back to the memory and kind of felt that I was there as my 31-year-old self as well as my 20-year-old self. And I just started talking to my younger self and I was like, hey, Philippa, you know, now is when you're going to get a vision of you're you going to be an artist. And, you know, like it's so exciting because it's actually happened. You know, here I am 10, 11 years later and I can tell you everything happened. And then I started getting shivers and goosebumps. And this is something that for me is a indicator of energy. And it can be lots of different signs when you get shivers and goosebumps, but it's just like 
you get this kind of energetic understanding. Because here's the thing. I realized then that it, when I was 20, I was, it was not just a spiritual calling. It was actually my future self telling me that this would happen. And now this is really going into mystical things. And, you know, if you don't believe in these things, that's okay. If you think it just sounds like woo-woo, then be my guest. But I have had over a hundred of similar experiences with these kind of mystical coincidences. And um, yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to say, take, take with you from this podcast whatever feels good for you. And if it's outside your belief system, then so be it. But this happened and it felt really, really magical for me. It kind of was this uh, inception moment, if you've seen that movie, where it's like, whoa, wait, this is uh, mystical. And um, it's just like this, it's so hard to explain this if you're not living the reality that I live in. And also a lot of my friends, like you, you start living in this more magical universe where things happen that are just so outside of your own perception of reality that it's hard for me to uh, not be excited to share these things but also a little bit nervous to share things because some of them are so out of the ordinary anyway <laughs> I'm going to tell you about the Joe Dispenser retreat actually how I got there as well I shared this uh, on my Facebook page but I'll, I'll share it again it was this I I okay I have this fundamental understanding that I'm led by something bigger than myself, or that life is led of, by something bigger than my small conscious mind. And I say that because the way that I lead my life is following my intuition, following my heart. And this has led me to quite an unconventional life, if you will. And so I tend to look at things as signs and uh, like put meaning into things and I know one thing is when I start hearing something enough times, I see it as a sign to pay attention. And I didn't know about Joe Dispenza's work. Um, like, I think this was four or three months before I went to his event. Like, I remember my sister recommended a book, but I actually didn't connect the dots that he had written it called Evolve Your Brain that we actually had at home. And I've read some chapters of it, but I didn't remember that he was the author to it. So I kept hearing his name at different events. I had a friend play a little bit of a, his meditation at some point, and I really didn't um, get, like, I, I didn't like how he led a meditation. I didn't know who he was, but I was like, I didn't really vibe with this. I was like, didn't pay too much attention. And then someone mentioned his name again. Um, have I seen him in this, um, I think it's a Netflix show called The Heal, where he talks. And I had seen that, and I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, I, I now know who he is, how, what he looks like. Um, but I didn't, yeah, I didn't pay that much attention to him anyway. <laughs> and then a friend of mine, Dorota, said, um, I, I, just, I think I just asked her, like, when are you coming back to Spain? Because she usually comes to Spain sometimes when I was living there. And at that point, and she said, you know, I'm, I'm going to Mallorca uh, in a couple of, uh, in a month or, or whatever, um, to this guy called Joe Dispenza is doing a retreat. You should totally come. And I was like, wait, here is his name. Here is his name again. And since I follow signs and I was like, okay, I've got his name enough in my awareness. I should probably check this out. 
So I checked out the website and I checked out the tickets and it was all sold out. So I was like, oh, okay, well, it's sold out, whatever. Um, you yeah, know, it sounded like fun, but I don't know, you know. And then a week later, I think it was, I was at this dinner party at my friend's Elena's place in Barcelona and <laughs> very curious dinner party. She was doing this kind of blindfolded dinner experience um, <laughs> with, a lot, with a couple of people. And this woman was there um, and she told me that she had just come back from this amazing event in Germany the other week. And I was like, what event was that? Guess which event it was? Joe Dispenza, his week-long advanced retreat. And I was like, this is the event that you know, my friend told me I should go to. So I asked her lots of questions about the event and she was, she said it was one of the most, you know, uh, transformative experiences that she had. Um, She told me basically what they did, you know, meditated, what it was all about. And it got me really, really excited. So that's when I decided, okay, I'm probably supposed to go to this event. And she said, you know, it's sold out. So, you know, (laughs) Uh, but that, that was, that's normal. They usually sell out within an hour or something like that. But here's the thing also in my life. I've never really paid attention to when things are (laughs) sold out or when people say you can't go there. If I feel aligned, I know things will align. And this was one of those moments. I was like, okay, no, this will definitely happen. It's in alignment. I've heard his name so many times. I'm excited about it and I feel this inner pull in my being and it was happening in Mallorca which I mean at that point I was living in Barcelona so it was um, you know just an hour's flight away and I was like okay I'll just take my chances so I booked a flight I um, also I was invited by Elena to come no by another friend Daniel to to come to Ibiza so I thought maybe combine the trips because they're all the Balearic Islands so I actually bought a flight to um, Mallorca and then took the boat to Ibiza and then headed back to Barcelona, which turned out to be a beautiful vacation. Um, but I booked this um, uh, guest house in Mallorca and I thought, if I can't get into the event, because it's not including um, housing, it's just the actual day event uh, for a week, then at least I'll have, you know, a vacation on Mallorca. That's not a bad thing, right? So I booked everything and I prepared myself to go there. And I read up online and it says, actually, you have to go this nine-week online course in preparation to go to the event. And I was like, whoa, I, you know, I won't have time to do that. This is like a month before the event and there's no way I'm going to, you know, learn all these things. But I decided to not worry too much about that. I, you know, I felt if it's aligned, it's aligned. And then I um, uh, talked to my friend Dorita and turns out she was going to be there a day earlier. So um, I came to Mallorca, went to the guest house and we decided to meet up for dinner the day before the event. And I still didn't have a ticket, right, to the event. And we met up and I asked her, you know, you who have done this, you know, nine-week online course, what do I need to know for tomorrow? Like, how can I be up to date and still attend the event and like understand everything. And she recommended me to, you know, just download this book, um, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. And if you like follow along with the concepts there, you'll get everything in the course, everything in the event. Um, and I was like, okay, cool, I'll do that. And she gave me this tip that I've been using ever since too, because I use uh, Audible, the um, audiobook app. 
and she said just you know download it listen to it double the speed or triple the speed and you'll be done by tomorrow so I was like great <laughs> I'll spend my evening doing that I bought the book I listened to everything um actually everything without apart from like two hours like I was almost done with the book in the evening and I totally understood everything he was talking about it's basically how I live my life to that point as well about intuition and and meditation and all these things and um yeah how to kind of create your own reality and then I came to the venue the next morning and also a lot of people in my guest house were attending the event so I made some friends who were all going there together um I asked in the entry point like are there any tickets left is there any chance I can come in and they said you know you have to wait until everyone who has a ticket has gone through the system so come back you know within an hour and we'll see what we can do because the event started at five and I was there at uh, four or something so everyone had to check in before that anyway so I had this little pause and I was like okay I'm here in Mallorca it's fine if I don't get into the event then it's not meant to happen but I do feel aligned going um, and I had like an hour or two hours left on the book to read so I put it on double or triple the speed I sat in the sun and I just enjoyed myself and came into alignment and enjoyment. And I just listened to all of the book and at the moment where I was finished with the audiobook, uh, it was five and it was time to go to the, um, or four, whatever, <laughs> to go to the ticket booth again to see if they have any tickets left. I go back there and I see maybe 20 people also in line to wanting to buy a ticket. And they see us all there and we're all kind of laughing because we're all there with the same kind of determination that we're going to go into, we're, we're going to go to the event. I mean, we're here already, right? And even though they had a huge online, whoa, okay, there's some kind of um, fireworks here outside. Uh, yeah, the, I mean, so many people want to go to his events. They have lots of people queuing in, uh, online to get to tickets and stuff like that. But we were there, we showed up, right? So the lady at the ticket booth, she was like, okay, we think we can get you in. I mean, it's a huge event. Um, they could probably fit ex another 20 people. Um, but she didn't know. And she said, you know what? You can go in for now for the introduction tonight and then come back tomorrow. And by then we'll know if you can come in or not. And I was like, amazing um then I can also you know feel into the event because I to be honest my prejudice against Joe Dispenza was that he was a bit pretentious I think or there was something about him that was like I don't know if this will be just repetitive what it is we're gonna do like why do we need to meditate so much I don't know I was just like I mean I, I totally felt aligned in being there but I noticed that people you know kind of saw him like this guru or this like um like ah, his method is so amazing and I, I, I'm always a little bit cringy when too many people are too amazed <laughs> so I was you know just like okay I'm excited but it's also okay like if it doesn't feel aligned I'll go in and I'll see if I feel like yes I should come back tomorrow or not so everything was amazing and my like it just felt so good to have that opportunity so I got in and I got to see him speak and I got to I think you know he was talking for maybe an hour some kind of lecture and then we did a short meditation and the energy in the room I mean it was I think we were 1,400 people and it was such 
a heartfelt energy. And I've been to other events, um, quite extreme, like Burning Man or these kind of uh, like Mind Valley or these events where people are really, really loving and caring and there's this openness. But this was something so strong and I could feel it immediately. It was like a, I, I can't describe it other than heart opening, mature, emotional energy. Like people were just there to heal. It, that, it felt so authentic, like not superficial at all. And I was surprised. And after just the first evening, I was like, no, I'm sure. I'm, I'm going to go to this. Like I really want to go to this. The next day, this was the 7th of April, which was my birthday. Um, I came to the venue again and showed up early. And they said, we have a place for you. For everyone, actually, who was there. So I actually bought the ticket on my birthday for myself. And it was just one of these beautiful unfoldings as well of just like how everything aligned. Like how I just followed my intuition and how just by showing up, you know. Um, <laughs> I'm also sometimes a little bit of one of these, um, I, you know, I don't want to say hustler, but just like I tend to come into things that I want to go to just by kind of directing my energy towards that. But that was, yeah, I, I just wanted to tell the story as well. Just like how trusting my intuition, it, things seem to align, things manifest when I just trust and surrender to uh, what it is that my heart really wants. And, and the universe has this tendency to just kind of align things. Um, and yeah, that was just a story of that. The third and last story that I want to share in this episode is the white owl story. Some of you have probably already heard it or seen it on my social media. When I started to paint, um, it took a couple of years to develop my style, but I think it was in 2013 or 2014 when I started to become obsessed with painting birds. Um, I also loved butterflies, but specifically birds. And I remember the first time I painted a white owl, I think it was maybe 2015 or something like that, I really fell in love with this creature. I painted this um, self-portrait with me holding this barn owl specifically. And the barn owl is a white owl with kind of like this golden brown pattern on its head, on back, but its chest and under its wings, it's white. It's a beautiful, beautiful animal. And I started to paint this owl more and more and really fell in love with it. So much so that I identified as a white owl in a way. <laughs> I don't know if you guys do this, but me and my friends tend to, you know, see what animal, uh, animal you identify with or whatever. And I would say a white owl. And um, I, I didn't think that much about it, apart from that I loved painting this bird. Uh, but then a couple of years later, 2018 to be specific, I went to Burning Man. Um, if you don't know what Burning Man is, just Google it. It's this just huge city built up for a week, festival slash art happening <laughs> in the desert of Nevada in the States. It's it's just this crazy, incredible event. Um, I can highly recommend if you are an artist uh, or interested in 
the Burning Man culture. Anyway, I went there and uh, they have like workshops every day, like thousands of workshops. And I remember feeling really aligned to start off the week by going to this shamanic workshop. I think it was Monday morning. And um, it was this uh, drum journey to find your uh, power animal. Um, and we did a whole hour of drumming and journeying, meaning going down to spirit realms, um, blessing the different directions and calling in spirits and lots of mystical, lovely things. And we, one of the exercises was to, well, the main exercise actually was to pair up with someone in the group who you didn't know. And I paired up with this girl. We were supposed to sit back by back by back and she would journey to the spirit realm to find my spirit animal and I would journey to find hers. And when she journeyed for me, she basically went into the spirit realm and found this animal, my power animal, and she took it to her heart and she did this little ritual of um, kind of taking it out of her heart and blowing it into mine energetically. Really beautiful. And when she did that, I could feel wings in my heart. It sounds weird, but like I could just feel this, yeah, kind of wing beat in my heart. And she, you know, she, we weren't supposed to know what the other person found until after the ceremony. So I joined it for her. I saw a butterfly. It was really cool. And then we, uh, when we were done with the ceremony, we shared with each other which animals we found for the other person, right? And so she said, when she journeyed for me, she went down to the spirit realm and immediately, like really, really fast, there was a white owl there. And she said, it wasn't like, it was a white owl, but it kind of had this golden thing on his head. And I couldn't believe what she said. Like, this girl had never met me. She's never seen me before. And uh, I just, sh like, I got shivers. I started to cry. I was really, really touched by this. I could feel the energy in my body, right? And I told her, you know, you don't know what this means for me. Like, I've been painting this owl for years. Like, this is what I identify with. Like, how, you know? I mean, she could have seen any animal in the animal kingdom. <laughs> you know, if this was just made up she could have chosen which animal she, that she wanted and you know even if she chose an owl she could have chosen any colored owl it doesn't have to be a white one and even if she chose a white owl there are different kinds but she saw specifically the white owl with golden parts on his head and I was just like so touched and later on when I had my phone and I saw her I decided to share the portrait that I made with the white owl and I was like oh my god look like just to show her how incredible touchy touching this was for me and she looked at my photo and she was like yeah that's the owl that I saw and I was like what you know it was such an incredible uh coincidence or synchronicity I mean for me it was validating my belief system of relationships in terms of energetic connections. Like I have felt this relationship with this bird in my paintings. I even felt that I was allowed to paint it because I felt this relationship with the bird. And I mean, I haven't met owls in my life. Well, 
apart from when I went to Japan and I went to an owl cafe, which is incredibly not not nice for the animals at all. Uh, I couldn't resist meeting an owl, so I went to this owl. It's just it's just Japan. <laughs> it's a totally different story. But it's anyway. You just like there are cat cafes in Japan. They also have owl cafes where you can go and you can pet an owl, which I did. <laughs> I kind of regret you know, putting money into that activity, but it was incredible to meet an owl. Anyway, apart from that, I uh, have never really, you know, met owls. I've seen maybe one, I think, or two that I remember in real life in Sweden. Um, but I could just, I just felt that I had this energetic kind of spiritual connection to this animal. And when she said that she saw this in the ceremony, it just really touched me because it validated something deeper, something more spiritual and magical and mystical for me. Now, obviously, you know, other people wouldn't have put any meaning into this, but for me, it just felt so aligned. I have so many more stories like this. And partly starting this podcast is to just open up these conversations because at least in my circles of friends, there are so many people having these mystical experiences or energetic experiences that we don't really have language for or understanding for. And it makes us doubt our experiences. But the more we keep sharing them, the more we understand that maybe they're not that uncommon. Maybe, in fact, it's part of being human, having mystical experiences. Maybe, in fact, we are more spiritual and energetic than we are material, right? I know that these are my beliefs, but I do also love hearing other people's stories. And so I thought maybe you guys would enjoy these stories as well. I'm sure there'll be more episodes where I just share other crazy stories. But these were the three that I felt aligned sharing right now. And um, yeah, if you want to join in or share a story of yours or comment on this, then please do so on my Instagram. It's Philippa Levemark. And uh, I think I'll probably make an episode back at my parents' place. Um, not sure if I'll do it before Christmas. If not, I wish you very happy holidays. And thanks again for tuning in to this podcast. If you think that more people should hear stories like this, then please share this episode with your friends. All right, much love to you and happy holidays. Thank you so much for listening. Once again, you can head over to my Instagram, Filippa Levemark, if you want to comment on this episode. And if you feel like you want to come more into connection with your intuition, maybe talk about mystical experiences and see how you can integrate them or having an energetic experience. Maybe you would be interested in having a free session with me. That's what I offer as an introduction call. And in order to receive that, you can apply on my website, philippalevemark.com. That's F-I-L-I-P-P-A dot L-E-V-E-M-A-R-K dot com. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Happy holidays.